Hey, everybody. Today's episode is brought to us by the Raising Money Summit, raisingmoneysummit.com. Adam Adams has put together an amazing lineup of speakers. You have Adam Adams, Michael Blanc, Tim Bratz, Ellie Perlman, Alina Trigub, Kent Clothier, Jeremy Roll, Jillian Sadati, Cordy Peterson, Marie Miles, and many, many more. If you are raising money for syndication, for fix and flips, for land deals, for self-storage, mobile home parks, whatever you're raising money for in real estate, you need to be here at this conference. Again, that is the RaisingMoneySummit.com for tickets. And Adam has been gracious enough to let our listeners have a 40% discount through the end of May. All you need to do is use the Promo code SPOTLIGHT, one word, SPOTLIGHT, S-P-O-T-L-I-G-H-T. And again, that is RaisingMoneySummit.com. And if you are raising money, this is the must-attend event of the year. And it is just going to be amazing. Adam puts on a just a phenomenal, phenomenal uh, summit. So just uh, again, RaisingMoneySummit.com. And if you use the promo code SPOTLIGHT, you will get 40% off through the end of May. Welcome to REI Spotlight with David Schwan, and today's special guest is Yona Wise, who is a cost segregation specialist. Yona, welcome to the program. Thank you very much, David. It's a pleasure to be here and a pleasure to be uh, on your show. Thank you. Thank you for uh, taking the time to be with us today, and uh, give us a little bit more about your background. Um, a little bit about me. I've uh, been in the real estate industry only a short time, about four years or so. Uh, before that, I was a teacher. Uh, it's really my passion, teaching, which kind of segued nicely into what I'm doing now, educating the world about cost segregation. Uh, but I've been involved in uh, a few different aspects in real estate, uh, being a broker as well as a commercial mortgage broker and investor as well in uh, single family fix and flips. And now I'm getting involved in multifamily investing. So I've kind of been growing and learning tremendous oh. amount while at the same time educating people, like I said, about these tax benefits. That is, that is awesome. That's, that's, that's a well, a well-rounded individual there. Uh, <laughs> definitely. Definitely. Um, well, break it down. Um, most of my listeners are, are more on the passive side. Um, and <clears throat> Just break down exactly a little bit more what exactly cost segregation is. Well, in, a, in short, it's a tax uh, benefit, an income tax benefit for real estate investors. So it has to do with depreciation, okay, which is a simple, normal deduction that every property owner has. Cost segregation is just a way to get more of it at an earlier point, which is a great cash flow tool. It's a great way to... Um, utilize the benefits that the government is giving you as a real estate investor. So that's in a nutshell what conservation is. I'm happy to you know delve, take a oh, deep yeah. dive, break it down. Yeah, 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 yeah. Definitely. Let, let's uh, let, let's dig in a little bit deeper. Exactly. Um, you know, say when when you show up to a property, how how does that process start for you? Okay, so. The in terms of the actual um, cost segregation yeah, studies, yeah, 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 yeah. We'll we'll dig okay. into that a little bit. Absolutely. So it's an engineering-based study. So the IRS came up with a bunch of rules 
of what inside of a property depreciates at a different life. And if you weren't doing anything, your accountant is doing something called straight line depreciation, which means you're just taking a small deduction every year over the course of 27 and a half or 39 years, whether it's residential or commercial. Okay. And, and, that, and that's it. But the advantage of conservation allows an engineer who's trained in the tax code to come into the property and look at all of those assets within a building and outside the building that depreciate at a faster life. So take stuff inside a building like furniture, fixtures, appliances, carpeting. If you think about anything that's in the building that's not actually attached, not part of the structure of the building. So okay. even if it is attached, but it's not part of the main structure. So that include, you know, light fixtures, can include special purpose plumbing, um, electric wiring, security systems. All, all your damage. yeah, everything. All, all, all the all, all the, the 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 usable stuff, all the stuff that has a has a shelf life or, a, exactly, or, or an expected right. lifespan. Exactly. Now, if you didn't take the approach, the proactive way of getting an engineer of a conservation firm to come and analyze your property, then you'd be taking the entire value of your property and depreciating it at a twenty-seven and a half year rate which just gives you a small deduction every year and you're missing out on actually depreciating, getting the tax benefits from that stuff that depreciates at five years, like all the stuff I mentioned is stuff inside the building or a five year period. Um, so really it's taking advantage, taking your tax savings in your own hands. Awesome. 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 Now, now is that some, now that is something that you, do, you have to have an engineer actually physically show up and, and actually walk the property and, and inspect everything to, to get that breakdown. Correct. Correct. Yeah. According to the IRS guidelines, it needs to be done with an engineer. You can't just pick a number and throw, you know, throw a dart at the wall and be like, I think, you know, there's 10% of the property is worth, you know, it's five-year property, you know, depreciates over five years. It just doesn't work like that. Um, so you really need to take, you know, be proactive and bring an engineer uh, to get it done. The maximum benefits. Awesome. Awesome. Um, now, uh, what else, uh, what, what, what else should somebody know about, you, you know, who, who's thinking about this or, or, you know, at what point is this something that, that, they just need to do at the beginning of when they get a property or is this something that has to happen more than once or? That's uh, a great question. Yeah, because it's really something that is per property. Now depreciation, let me just take a step back. Depreciation is based on the purchase price of a property when you buy it. So it doesn't have to do with when the building was built per se. So even if you bought a building that was built in 1900, but you bought it today in 2019, your depreciation, meaning the tax benefits for the next 27 and a half years start over today when you buy that property. Now you can get the cost segregation, meaning you can get the breakdown, like the costs that, you know, the value of everything in the building segregated out, broken out into, you know, five-year category, seven-year depreciation category, 15-year depreciation category, get those things broken out or segregated out, right? Yes. You can get that done immediately and take advantage already in the first year of your tax, um, your tax year of the ownership of that property. However, if you didn't do it, you can still get those tax benefits retroactively. You can do what we like to call a look back study, like uh, 
you know, previous year you bought a property, let's say two, three, four, five years ago, and you just were doing straight line depreciation and you were just getting a small income tax deduction every year, you can get now retroactively, you can do the cost segregation. So it actually allows you to, um, to, you know, to take advantage at any point when you, when you choose to. Awesome. Awesome. That, that, that's very good knowledge to know. Now, are you affected if, you know, say, say you bought a property and, you know, the person you bought it from had, it, you know, had uh, bought it as a value add, did, did, you know, did their thing, they did cost segregation, they, they upgraded the units, and then you've, you, you know, after their three-year-old, three-year hold, they get it stabilized and you decide to step in. Mm-hmm. Now, their cost segregation doesn't really have any effect on me doing another one on top of Correct. it. Correct. In fact, it... it like I mentioned before, it's something that you get as a tax benefit based on you, the property owner, when you buy it. So the only thing that it will affect is now when you buy it at a higher price, then your tax benefit is going to be more because it's relative to the amount of money that you put into it. That's what the IRS says. You can get a tax benefit right, broken down based on the amount of money that's um, the property was bought for. Now that, that's something great people don't even think about. It actually has to, even if you borrowed 80% of your funds, right? You financed it with a loan to buy the property, you still get the tax benefits of as if you paid the entire amount. Awesome, right? so, awesome. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Um, so it's because, it, like I said, it's based on, um, the IRS calls it the basis, right? The amount of money that is in the building when it was purchased, when it was placed in service. That is, that's, that is, that is awesome. Um, what other, uh, what, what other information, you know, should, should we know about cost segregation? Um, you, you know, what, uh, you know, what, what, uh, what, I mean, like if somebody's going to pick somebody to get to do the, 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 the study and stuff, what, what should uh, operators be looking for as far as, uh, you, you know, vetting the, you know, the, the, the people that they're going to uh, bring in? Sure. So a few things. Um, number one, you want to make sure that, you know, obviously you're putting your taxes in the hands of someone who can, you know, back themselves up. So obviously you want to be working with a firm that has experience. They have, uh, you know, years of experience in doing this. Because in the end of the day, uh, even though it is an engineering study, right, it's not done by, a, by your accountant, right? Your accountant will take the results, apply it to your new depreciation schedule, but you need to obviously have the trust that's in there. So for example, our firm Madison Specs, we've been around for about 13 years, have uh, you know, all of the engineers and accountants that we have full-time on staff have decades of experience in doing this. And we've done over 14,000 studies across the nation. So we have a lot of experience that backs that up as well as, you know, you want to make sure that, you know, this is audit proof. Like, will the IRS challenge this? Is this something that's, um, you know, uh, a lot of people think it's maybe too aggressive. Is this something that's aggressive? The truth of the matter is it's not aggressive. Actually, the rules the IRS put in place, in fact, to depreciate your property in these broken down um, categories, each thing according to its useful life, 
is actually the appropriate way and the correct way so, of depreciating your property. So they're actually looking for you to do this. They, you, you know, this is, this is when, when, when they see it, they're not going, oh my, this is a red flag. They're going, no, this is, no, no this is somebody who's doing this the right way. This is the correct, correct. way. This is the way that they want you to do it. That is correct. Yeah, that exactly. That is awesome. I mean, uh, yeah. you, you, you know, it, you, you get a, uh, you, you get an increased benefit and you make the IRS happy. That's, uh, <laughs> there, there's not a whole lot of situations in life that, uh, that, that happens, you know, it, it, that's, uh, that's, it's right. not a unique thing. Right. So there are a couple of things obviously that you have to be aware of when doing, obviously you should be contacting your tax advisor, you know, if you're running your own tax and doing your own books, you know, more power to you. That's great. But, you know, usually, you know, you have an advisor, you have a CPA that, you know, that will, you know, file your taxes, et cetera. You want to make sure that this is going to be fitting with your overall business plan. For example, a couple of times where conservation may not be beneficial. Okay. okay. Number one, if you're doing flips, right? If you're flipping properties, you're not holding it for more than a year. So you don't even get depreciation as an income tax deduction. You're actually, your taxes, the money that you're making from your real estate transactions, as whether it be a wholesaler, whether it be a flipper, is not actually real estate. It's not called passive income. Um, it's just, you know, you're taxed at a regular um, income. Right. right, a regular business, business uh, um, income which means you don't get depreciation on those properties. So conservation will not help you at all. Uh, that's one case where this won't help. Even um, another case where it wouldn't help is if it's a very small property. Uh, if you're talking about it, generally speaking, I don't even suggest doing cost segregation unless you're you know, buying a property for at least a half a million dollars. Now, the reason why, you know, some firms may do it for even less in smaller properties, but the, the margins and the benefits are going to be very small because in the end of the day, it's a, uh, a proportion, okay? It's a fraction of the purchase price. So you're going to get, let's say, between 10 and 30% of the purchase price of the property will be reallocated to faster life, meaning you're going to be able to accelerate that depreciation. So let's just take an example. If it's a million dollars property, right? 20% of that's $200,000. You're going to be able to accelerate that $200,000 over the course of five years, which is going to give you an extra $40,000 of deductions each year. Okay. So it may be worth, you know, spending five, $6,000 on a study to get a firm to come down and do that because the benefits are going to be as such. But if it's a hundred thousand dollar property, no, okay, just, there's yeah, 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 yeah. If you're if you're if you're spending five grand for the study and it makes you two grand in tax savings, it's not a not 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 a whole uh, <laughs> not a whole lot of reason to do that. I mean, right. look, look, I I I I like you, Yono, but I, I don't need to spend three grand just to you you know so we can come down so you can come down and have lunch. I mean, you know. <laughs> Listen, David, if you want to buy me lunch for two grand, I'll take you up on it. But, uh, <laughs> well, I, I, yeah, yeah, but I, I think it'd just be instead of having you do a cost segregation, we just go to lunch. I think that'd be a little bit, uh, <laughs> a little bit more economical and a little bit more. Uh, it'd save both of us some time and some effort. <laughs> exactly, exactly. So yeah, so we're um, so we're on the same page. So if it's going to be, you know, the property's not worth enough or not purchased for enough money 
it's also not going to be beneficial. Um, another important thing to note is that there's something called depreciation recapture tax, which means when you sell a property, you're actually taxed on the amount of depreciation that you took over the course of ownership, which is something that people like forget about. I think like depreciation, all this stuff is just like a big party, right? It's like you get all this tax benefits, all these extra tax deductions. Awesome, right? And it is. And it's, it's really playing the game. It's really using your own money, okay? Again, this is not the IRS isn't giving you anything. You're just not paying taxes on money that you made, okay? Yes. So it's the time value of money. It's saying, okay, the IRS is allowing me to make money without paying any income tax on it, okay? I'm cool with that. Yeah. So they say, yeah, but guess what? In a year, two, three, four, five years from now, you're going to have to pay tax on you know, a certain amount, not even the whole thing, you just a certain amount of that. But guess what? Over those five years of you holding property, you just use that money that you would have paid taxes on and made more money with that. So the compound effect of using your own money to reinvest and make more money with it is far beyond any, you know, any benefit. The, 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 the little bit that you're kicking down the road is, is, is well made up with the, uh, it, it has its advantage, you, you know, the, the, the benefits outweigh the, it's like, yeah, you're going to have to pay this little bit down the road, but you know, you're not at the, you're not at the same rate or the same value. Plus, well, you know, you get to use it until you have to pay it. So, you know, I mean, you know, if, uh, if somebody's letting you use their money and, and kicking it, you know, kick the can down the road a little bit and it doesn't hurt that bad when, uh, you know, when the piper comes calling. Right. I, I like it. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. I think I like to look at it like an interest-free loan, right, from the IRS. I mean, how often do you get like a huge interest-free loan? And it's not even an interest-free loan. It's your own money. Yes. Okay. <laughs> you made this money and the IRS is just saying, guess what? Don't pay tax on it. Do me a favor. Just keep it. Okay. Just keep it for five years. We'll talk about it then. Okay. And, 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 and you know, you, you know, the, the, uh, just having the IRS say, Hey, uh, we'll talk about this down the road is another great thing. I mean, you know, it's like, look, Hey, anytime the IRS says, yeah, we'll, we'll push that down the road or, Hey, don't worry about that. Or, you, you know, it's, uh, I, I it's, it's, it's always a lovely thing, you know? Right, exactly. And, you know, so, so that's, you know, essentially learning about things like this, learning about consideration, learning about 1031 exchanges and other tax benefits is really so important to anyone who is getting involved in real estate, any, especially if you're a passive investor, okay? If you're a passive investor, which I realize many of your listeners are, you want to make sure that the operator um, you know, that you are investing with knows what he's doing on all fronts, not just, you know, the investment itself, but is also taking advantage of the, in the tax benefits uh, that go along with it so that everyone involved in the project will be able to benefit. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, it, it, that's a, um, that's a, that's a new question to add to my list of questions to, to ask operators is, you know, to, uh, you know, make sure that, you know, when, when it, uh, when it's viable that they are including, you know, cost segregation in the, in the project, because I, I would hope most people are and most experienced operators are, are doing it. But 
well, uh, you, you know, it, it's, uh, it's one of those things that, uh, I guess I, I just, that's another question to put to my list of making sure that, hey, you, you know, with it, that, yeah, you are doing this, right? You know, just to exactly. double check, just to make sure that, you know, this is, this is being taken care of. Um, any other thing that you can think of as far as cost segregation goes or? Um, you know, there, there is really so much to learn if you want to learn about it. Um, you know, if you really feel like the need to understand all of the intricacies of how it works, there's something called the IRS uh, put out. You can read it. It's free on the IRS website. It's called the cost segregation audit techniques guide in there goes through all of the principles, all of the methods that go in, in, into a cost segregation study. So you can read up on that. You can, you know, learn what it is that actually goes into it and, you know, definitely ask questions because in real estate and in life, in anything, you have to ask questions in order to learn. Um, there's so much out there, so much knowledge out there. And, you know, like that's what we're doing here, you know, trying to spread the wealth. That, that definitely, definitely, you know, sp spreading it out, me making sure that, that everybody is educated and understands you know, what, what they're getting into, because, you know, this, this world of multifamily syndication, there's, there's so much there to learn and so much to know. Um, you know, that's, that's why we all have experts and, 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 you know, gentlemen like yourself to, you know, help guide us through it and help, help educate us. Um, what, um, as far as, uh, what's, uh, what's some of the way that you like to, uh, help give back, uh, you know, uh, sure. So I'm actually, um, you know, thank God I'm a father of, uh, of six children. Um, and so I spend most of my time giving back, you know, just spending with them, but I really awesome. do love, you know, that's part of the education inside of me, but actually about 10 years ago, I started an organization to help uh, needy families, um, who were going through a hard time didn't have enough, you know, money, whether they had a death in the family or health issues, um, you know, and providing uh, clothing and, and food and other types of uh, family services, uh, interest-free loans as well. So it's something that organization has been, you know, going well for about 10 years or so. And I volunteer a number of other organizations awesome. um, as awesome. well. And, you know, just trying to help. I believe that you know, there's a principle in, in giving back, um, giving charity. It's not just with money. It's actually, I believe it has to do with time as time well. So too. Yes, definitely. And if you don't have money, right, you can still give of your time um, and you can give your knowledge and you can give of whatever other, whatever other, um, you know, talents or that, that, that definitely yeah. I, it, just just because you don't have dollars in the bank doesn't mean that you don't have talent and time and exactly. you know we, we we all have our we all have our talents and even as minute of whatever the talent is you may think that you have it it is a talent and you know there's somebody you, you know uh you know somebody is uh is out there can can use the help mm -hmm. um you know, so offer it up, you know, whatever, whatever somebody thinks that they have, you, everybody has a talent and every, you know, there's a, there's a use for it, you know, just offer yourself up and, 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 you know, it, the, 
it, it, it'll be used and it will be appreciated, you know? So definitely I, I agree with that, you know, just, just take the talents that you have and, and use them. If, you know, if you have nothing else, you do have, uh, you know, you do have your talents. So, you know, go out and use them for good and, and it will, uh, it will definitely come back to you. Uh, tenfold you know it, it's just you know you use use what you have towards good and it, it'll come back to you for sure um uh, you know and, and you know without even asking you know it, it just it shows back up unexpected um how can uh, how can my listeners uh get a hold of you uh best way to reach out to me is actually um through linkedin i'm very active on that platform uh bigger pockets a great place to learn. I'm also very active over there. Um, you can reach me email phone, you know, it's a great way to contact me. Um, 732-298-9002. It's my direct line. You can put in the show notes if you have anything there, I my email definitely. address. And, and you know, the truth is if you have a property that you're thinking about should be, you know, involved in conservation, we provide a free estimate we'll just edu- just for you to educate yourself to show you what the benefits could be on that property so i you know i urge you to reach out to me and you know see if it makes sense awesome awesome i strongly encourage uh, all my listeners to reach out when you know when you have a project whatever you're working on give give yona a a, a call and you know let let them see how we can help you out and and get everything uh, taken care of for you well, Yona, I appreciate your, uh, your your time on this episode. I thank you for, for taking time out of your busy day and helping educate my listeners. And uh, I just hope that you have a wonderful day. And thank you. Well, thank you, David. It's been a pleasure. And I hope you have a wonderful day as well. Thank you. <laughs>